This week on NPR's Life Kit, financial independence. We want to help you work towards financial freedom, wherever you're at. Concentrate right now on what you can do to better your finances, to prepare for that next crisis. Not out of fear, but out of preparation. Listen now to the Life Kit podcast from NPR. For NPR Music, you're connected to all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm going to start the show with an artist I've only just discovered, and that's the music of Orla Gartland. On first listen, I had a bit of a love-hate relationship with the song I'm about to play. I love the opening with its Laurie Anderson kind of vocals, but the title and the refrain of the song, which is You're Not Special, Babe, it struck me as a bit mean-spirited, though it was also quite catchy. But here's Orla Gartland to set me straight. I'm an artist from Dublin in Ireland, living in London and making music, releasing this album independently. I'm the epitome of a DIY artist and this song was born out of a frustration with the chaos of my 20s, a time where I feel I'm kind of half the person I'm meant to be but I'm not quite there yet. So this song is a very blunt, matter-of-fact, kind of lyrical documenting of that chaos and I guess this song, it sounds like a mean sentiment, but it's actually a song to myself. It's like, you're not special, babe. Everyone goes through it. There's ups, there's downs. We're all in it and don't feel alone in it, I guess. I wrote the song at the beginning of 2020 and finished it at the end with my band. We played it in a room together after a year of no gigs and the pent-up energy that we had from no performing was palpable in the room. It was really special. So I'm really glad this song is out again. And thank you, Bob, at NPR for the support. If you could see yourself from the outside in you say it don't have to be more thin It's okay and if you Could see yourself From above the sky I think you'd say that you're doing fine Life is short until it's not, honestly It's kinda long and it takes a while to come around People always let you down Find the ones that get you Stick to them like hot glue Dance if you want to
lies, everyone hates you Everyone's so scared of the future, it's true Everyone fucks up and then breaks up and then makes up Everyone has days where they don't wanna wake up Everyone loves, everyone loses, and they're on their own When everyone else is covered in bruises, but we feel alone And everyone hears us, but they all seem to ignore us Everyone else wants to get right back to the chorus You're not special That's Orla Gartland. You're Not Special Babe may now be stuck in your brain, too. The song will be on our debut album called Women on the Internet, and that's out August 20th. For the past five years, Aldous Harding's music's been consistently some of the most original and striking music to my ears. Much of what I love is her unique presentation, which is both often dramatic and it's also understated at the very same time. Her new song is called Old Peel, and it's produced by the amazing John Parrish, who worked on her last two albums. Here's Old Peel from Aldous Harding. Sheets of Easter Get more for your money, man 
Aldous Harding and her song Old Peel. There's another version of this, a B-side, which comes out July 9th, and she's also announced a 2022 tour. But for people in the States like me, that's almost a year away. And I'm hoping that an album comes out and makes the wait go down a bit easier. So we'll see. There's new music from Richmond, Virginia's Matthew E. White. Matthew's music might be familiar to many. You may remember his project Fight the Bull. And then there's an album called Big Inner that came out about 10 years ago. He's the founder of the label and studio Space Bomb, though much of this music on the new record was made at his home studio and the album's namesake, K-Bay. Here's Matthew to introduce us to the song, Genuine Hesitation. Genuine Hesitation was the first song recorded for the record. It's the opening track, and it's also the first single. There's always been something about it that makes it want to go first. For every song on the record, I gave the band three references to help give us a broad target to head for. For Genuine Hesitation, the references were Iggy Pop's nightclubbing, a little bit of craft work, and the big dose of ESG. Lyrically, it's nominally about an affair, but really it's about existential crisis. Why should we do what we do? Who do we answer to? Is there a God? What does he do? Stuff like that. These sort of House of Mirrors morality questions drive the broader compositional structure of the song as well. I wanted the song to have both radical density and radical space, really dramatic proportions. For the main part of the song, it's pretty minimal. A really laid-back vocal on top with the song's form and the band's parts and sounds doing the work. But the beginning and the end of the song are bookended by dense compositions. The beginning, an improvisational mirror image of the song, and the end, an orchestral one. The lyrics also have some nice inside music references. Can the Lord play the changes? Is he swinging in time? I really like that stuff. A huge part of my work is just a love affair with music, so... To get any of that kind of shop talk as metaphor in the lyrics feels good. i 
The music of Matthew E. White and the lead-off track, Genuine Hesitation, is from his new album, K-Bay, coming out through Domino Records, September 10th. We'll take a break, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for NPR and the following message come from BetterHelp, offering online counseling. BetterHelp therapist Hesu Jo shares the unique benefits of therapy. Being in therapy is this very intimate, unique experience to have this other person see you, this other person acknowledge who you are and accept all of it, you know, and like figure out the bits and pieces that you don't want to accept to change that stuff for the better. Even if you're not struggling with something necessarily, but you just want to learn a little bit more about who you are, you want to function a little bit better in your relationships with people or change the way that you approach habits, doing that together with somebody else can be very powerful and impactful to talk this out and process this together as two humans. To get matched with a counselor and get 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com songs. For NPR Music, you're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. There's new music from Big Red Machine. That's the project of the Nationals' Aaron Dessner, Justin Vernon, and many, many others. Some of those others include Taylor Swift. Her song Renegade was just released, but I want to play my favorite tune from the new record. It features the voice of Aeneas Mitchell. The album's called How Long Do You Think It's Gonna Last? Here's Aaron Dessner to talk about the evolution of the song Latter Days. Latter Days uh, was actually one of the first songs that we recorded for this new Big Red Machine album. And <clears throat> it started, you know, just as the music that I had, um, the piano especially. And Justin Vernon, he heard it and he sang in the melodies that you hear, the vocal melodies. Um, and it sort of stayed like that for a long time until I played it for Aeneas Mitchell, um, who's one of our favorite songwriters and singers and she heard there were little bits of words that Justin had sang and she heard some of the other songs that I'd been writing for Big Red Machine especially the song Bracey which is kind of a a song about my childhood and and about how my twin brother Bryce kind of held me up uh, when I wasn't doing well and and helped me um and so she just really thought that maybe this whole record was about childhood and about um, shining a light on the past and searching for a remedy by sort of interrogating your past in nostalgia, I guess, for a time before you've lost innocence or before you've made mistakes in adulthood. And so that's what it's really about. Um, how long do you think it's going to last is a word, uh, a line from the first verse, which actually Taylor Swift heard um, that song. And after she'd heard the whole, everything I've been working on, she, she was the one who sort of said that should be the title of the record because it really encapsulates so many of the themes um, that are in this record. And you know, how, how long do you think it's going to last? A, a relationship or a pandemic or a creative streak, a winning streak, a losing streak, um, a marriage, a friendship. And, and I think um, so that's what it's kind of, you know, implies, has many different meanings. Um, and on this song, you can hear myself and Justin Vernon, Anais Mitchell on vocals with Justin, James Kripchenia from Big Thief uh, is playing the drums. Um, Dave Nelson is playing trombone. And uh, Brad Cook is playing bass. And um, yeah, so that's Latter Days.
The music of Big Red Machine featuring the music of Anais Mitchell. The album, How Long Do You Think It's Gonna Last, is out August 27th on Jack Jaguar. Dos Santos is a Latinx band from Chicago. I fell in love with the rich textures in this music and the song, A Shot in the Dark. It's a tune about staring at the sky, the heavens, and also about unrequited love. Here's singer Alex Chavez to introduce us to A Shot in the Dark. So the song Shot in the Dark was a happy accident of sorts. We were in the studio late one night working with our producer, Elliot Bergman, when Nathan, another member of Los Santos, he and I stumbled on a Mellotron keyboard sound while working on an entirely different song. And Elliot noticed that we were having fun with this and pushed us to create something based on that sonic idea. And before we knew it, he looped the rhythm and Nathan and I, for an evening, we began to write spontaneously. And once we got to a place where we felt like we had something, uh, Elliot looked over at me and said, well, now go sing something, go lay down an idea. And now for me, when prompted to improvise or write vocals in the moment, my go-to form is the verse structure of Huapango music, which is a form of traditional Mexican music from central Mexico and the Gulf Coast region. 
It's a music that I grew up with, that I've studied, that I've played for many years. So what occurred to me in that moment was to sing in that style. And central to Wapango music is this sort of falsetto type singing, features this crack in the voice. And I've never sang that way in Dos Santos, but in the spirit of experimenting in the studio, I went for it and it fit perfectly. So those verses that you hear are from a traditional Wapango called La Susena, uh, the lily flower. And they are sung from the perspective of someone pondering unrequited love as they gaze up at the night sky, uh, their love embodied in the lily flower. So in the spirit of hope and desire and the nighttime imagery, we ended up naming the song A Shot in the Dark. Hope you enjoy and thanks for listening.
That's Dos Santos and the song, A Shot in the Dark. There's a stunning animated video for this song I'll put on the All Songs Considered site, as well as videos for all the songs on today's show, including our next one by Claro. She's been putting out music on the internet since she turned 13. Now she's 22 and just announced a new album, her second. It's co-produced by Jack Antonoff. The album Sling comes out July 16th, and the song I want to play by Claro is called Blouse. song Blouse. Her new album Sling comes out July 16th. I don't know if you're a fan of the band Sparks, but I've loved their music ever since their first album came out in the early 70s. 
when I'd play their music in the record store I worked in back then, it was clear that their high-pitched vocal style and twisted approach to music was polarizing. And in some ways, it was all the more reason I adored this band. I've been thinking about Sparks a lot lately since I just saw the movie, the documentary called The Sparks Brothers a few weeks ago. And around the same time I saw that movie, I heard the music of Jess Joy. Her vocal style reminded me a lot of Sparks, and especially Russell Mayle. I wound up playing her adventurous album Patriarchy, that's Patriarchy spelled P-A-T-R-E-E-A-R-C-H-Y. I've played it now quite a few times. And the Sparks reference keeps coming back to me. Even the album cover with her white makeup reminded me of the Sparks album cover, Kimona My House. All that to say, you're in for a treat. I'm going to play the song Hero that's spelt with a zero at the end. Here's Jess Joy to take us out. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's all songs considered. So Hero is about killing one's idols. The zero in Hero represents the dismantling of the hierarchy of our heroes. And the message is to save yourself. I directed a music video and choreographed a pantomime piece for it where I murder the puppet master. I consider this sort of an operatic circus pop song The chorus is a little atonal because, I don't know, I guess I want everyone to feel as uncomfortable as I feel. I played a bass synth and an 80s Casio keyboard and a theremin on this track. And I invited my friends Dave and Gavin and Bobby Victor to play bass and keys on it. They're incredible. So I hope you enjoy and thank you so much. Just want to hold 